Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey everyone, while you guys are listening to this week's episode, please head over to our proud partner, 80.LV. It is the best resource for all game developers out there from all disciplines. And I can't express enough how helpful it has been in my own personal career. And I want the same for you guys. So go over there, check out a few articles and tell me that I'm wrong. Try me. If you want to support the podcast, please head over to our patreon.com forward slash Unchained and become a member. Uh, being a member will grant you early access to all our episodes, behind the scene looks and planning with us and talking with us as a committee because we often try to better the podcast in any way possible. And you guys are kind of like our close personal posse. So support us in any way and we are forever thankful. If you want to discuss episodes and talk with other listeners from the podcast, join our Discord. You can find our Discord from our main website, www.gamedevunchained.com. A lot of cool discussions are happening in there, uh, ways to organize events between each other. GDC is coming up, so it's an amazing resource for everyone who wants a little bit more than the episode and becoming a member. And it's completely free. Lastly, if you're listening to this week's episode, then you know that it's GDC. So we are doing an unofficial official meetup with listeners. And the only way you know where we are for that Friday or this Friday would be taking a gander at our Twitter account. So we'll be tweeting all day on Friday uh, to try to meet up with you guys, hang out with you guys, and uh, discuss more about the podcast or anything else that you want to talk about. So make sure to join our Twitter account, which is GDev Unchained, and can't wait to see you guys. All right, let's get back into this week's episode. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm going to be quick this week. Welcome back to Game Dev Unchained, the podcast. There are three of us in studio today because today is a very special monthly roundtable episode where Brandon Pham and Raymond Graham will be joining me at this table where we will talk about prestigious, very interesting, and very delectable game development news and topics. Without further ado, I'm going to pass this mic to the right, Mr. Brandon Pham. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another roundtable news episode. Again, disclaimer alert. These are opinions reflecting our own opinions and not of our companies. Please do not sue us. Yeah. Uh, if so, go ahead and send your hate mail to Ray. All right. <laughs> He's the only one. Ray, the how are you doing? <laughs> What's up, guys? How you doing? What's up, man? All right, let's just jump into the uh, this topic, all right? Um, we have to get it out of the way. We beat this almost every roundtable news, but it's, it's just it up-to-date development. It keeps making news, right? Fortnite has a finally, finally leapfrogged over 
PUBG in terms of Twitch viewers and players. Yeah. Right? I would say almost doubling. Um, it's something we guessed, right? The resources million. they have. Uh, it's only been a month and a half, right? That is amazing how they were able to like come up with this idea and then execute it and everything. <laughs> in such a short time frame. But they did it, right? They're number one watched uh, on Twitch. And uh, every month, every week, it feels like the development team at Epic is coming out with big updates, right? They're coming out with a mobile mobile version of the game mm. that you can cross play with PC players. What the fuck are you talking about? Mm. What amazing resources you guys have. So uh <laughs> that is that is pretty huge, man. That is like, you know, they obviously looked at uh, you know, 15 days of development, you know, after the game shit, they're like, hey man, we should port this right now. And then of course that news came out. But congratulations uh to the big guys up there. You know, uh a few things I want to go over, right? Before we go too far off, and I want you guys' opinion. You know, you know, I saw on the news. You know, uh, anytime Epic has the chance, they're always congratulating how them and PUBG are like topping the charts. You know, Unreal all the way. They're the best. Uh, it burns a little. It burns a little. But you know, you see, you see, like analysts out there is like, hey man, yeah, Fortnite's doubling in numbers, but the you know PUBG players are, are dropping. You know. Who knows if it's coincidence? There's no data out there if uh, <laughs> players are moving over. But these are the type of things that I've been seeing the last month, and I, I can't I can't help but see news about these games every week. Every week there seems to be something, especially with Epic, like yeah. just masterful with the the drops of loots and and all these things. They they are monetizing well. I I bet so. Dude, it's, what do you guys think? It's such guilty conscience <laughs> to be like, yeah, us and PUBG are doing so well. <laughs> Yeah, killing it. Oh my god, we're the best. Power. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it's guilty conscience in my opinion. Yeah. Hey. How you feel, Ray? Man, the lesson the lesson here is just like ideas are a dime a dozen, and execution <laughs> execution matters. You know, execution is everything. But they yeah. copied the execution too. They did. Like you, uh, you, start, they you start the you start the game. <laughs> like a floating bus and you jump out yeah. of the bus and you parachute down the same I, thing you just replace the bus with an airplane i keep saying right, right. they did it they didn't ex- they didn't uh copy the execution because it's actually better looking and more polished right <laughs> right 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 i i think i think the thing Shots is that fired. yeah i think PUBG probably felt like it was a sprint and then Epic kind of made it into a relay race. Mm. So they have the baton now. <laughs> and they're just going to run with it. And, and frankly, I see no way. How how can you catch up to oh. a mega company you know, that is just executing so much better? You know what the sad part is that people probably don't think about? And I know you guys are going to laugh. I'll tell you right now. He, they still have to send those bug reports over to Epic. They still have to... You know, see, like, Epic, we need you to improve this for our game. And Epic's like, oh, yeah, yeah, no problem, no problem. And then freaking Fortnite gets the same, same updates. They get the same engine. They get the same tips. They get the same. Whatever goes to Fortnite tech is going to help. Or excuse me, whatever is going to Blue Hole and PUBG to help Unreal for that game immediately is helping uh, Fortnite right away. That's, it's, uh... that's a burn right there, man, if you ask me. I feel like they're just going to have to ride the wave out. Obviously they're still selling. Mm-hmm. Uh, but how, how, I don't see any way, any news that can beat 
the momentum that Epic has. It seems like every week they have something extraordinary coming mm-hmm. out for Fortnite. And, you know, they have like a full-fledged huge company yeah. that is very good at using their engine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just and optimizing. Right, like you're talking yeah. about Epic Games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Going up against how that started hiring game developers. Yeah, it's, it's not even the fear... You know, David and Goliath is already unfair. This is like, <laughs> David's not even the story anymore, man. Goliath is just dominating. Goliath part versus of the, uh, Yeah, exactly. It's not even a, it's just Goliath hanging out at this point. So. <laughs> I just want to say this, right? Like, no disrespect to Blue Hole and Epic, because with the jokes that we're telling, yeah. it's funny yeah. and all, but Blue Hole has made a considerable amount of money, right? Yeah, yeah. They're rich so Everyone is like, oh, Blue Hole's <laughs> fine. You know, PUBG Corporation is fine. They can do X, Y, and Z, but not really. You know what I mean? Like it's they mm-hmm. they still have had the issues with why PUBG is kind of has some performance things that needs to be fixed, or why fans may be complaining about glitches, hitches, and things like that. And then you got the homeboys at Epic who get first right of refusal to the best engine mm-hmm. tech, and it's just the advantage is just not fair, right? To to lose to the people who basically you've been running the race the whole time. They show up halfway, start where you were, and are fresh from energy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that's 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 so it, it hurts to stand in the second place podium seeing them wave their gold medal talking about how great they've been making their game. Yeah, I mean it's a public drama, right? I mean they they, they came out and say we really exploring this, like if there's any like uh anything that was violated between the two. Mm. And, you know, just imagine that Monday when they go to Epic on a phone call and just asking more about <laughs> support. <laughs> and that's continuous, man. Yeah. You know, that dialogue is still going on. At the same time, anything revolutionary that they need support on, you know, you're it's, reporting to the competitor. Dude, it's like they have an idea for a bug fix. They tell Epic, yeah. it says, okay, we'll get on that. They test it in Fortnite. Then they release it. And they're like, okay, cool. Yeah, it works. All right, here you go. Here's it's the only- <laughs> Wait for the update. 4.19, unreal. Yeah. That's- yeah, the moon. I mean, they're considerate. They at least yeah. wait for like a month or something. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they, they share the, the headline space. Yes, we are doing so good. This is awesome. High fives. Unreal developers. What's up? It's so crazy that we came up oh. with the same idea at the same time. Man. <laughs> it's, it's, All right. No, oh I think my God. That's enough. That's enough. I never thought in a million years, though, that I would see something like this happen. I'm just being honest. That, that is surprising. I've, I don't think we'll see it again in, in that capacity i mean how many engines out there right that that actually can do this type of thing right so i'm sorry i PUBG corp like i i actually i feel bad for them even though they're making tons of money i'm sure no one on their development team is complaining about not having resources or not having money or their studio being in jeopardy right like they're still in a pretty sweet spot compared to the average oh yeah but they're still a small team yeah but you know credit is due where credit is due i'll just say. yeah it's one of those things where it's like yeah i mean the perks of having a small team is that you can reap the benefits a lot more but of course you know you're a small team uh you can't compete against epic so <laughs> they have like 
500 of you <laughs> doing everything <laughs> way better than you are. So anyways, yeah, that that's that's too, pretty much I'm pretty sure there's going to be more development time. Uh, I mean, more development news in the coming next month. Uh, at some point, it's got to die down where the gap just gets bigger and bigger, and Fortnite's just at the top of uh, the food chain. And, you know, that's the number one thing everyone's. There was certainly a shift. I don't know if you guys saw it on a personal level. You know, in the office, we go in every day. I, I At first, PUBG was everywhere on every screen, and then slowly converted to Fortnite. So I can only imagine on a mega scale and just multiply that. That's pretty well, much happening. Dude, Fortnite fixes all the frustrations that I personally had with PUBG. Exactly. And that's, that's exactly. it's hard to compete with that. Yeah. And then you can be in the train in a month yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, playing it on Global. your phone. That's insane, right? So there you go. Done. Well, hey, Done let me deal. ask this question then. Can blue hole and PUBG corp can they do the same thing that epic did where like all right cool we see you're doing all this great stuff for fortnite and we know you're using unreal we're using unreal currently so can we see PUBG on on a mobile phone uh the resources aren't there dude that's a whole team man i can't even imagine because you know for a fact that epic's not just porting it they're doing like this whole micro transaction for the mobile they have like a whole team just like yeah. analyzing every little second you know you know the return on investment per user at what age group uh from puberty to adulthood you know what they can see and project the next 25 they have that the analytics all planned out ready to go yeah, yeah. like PUBG is just one guy you know it's like dude it's not like a contest <laughs> i'm sorry yeah well is uh, there yeah, anything that they off. can do to you think be more competitive with Fortnite, if you if you were the head of PUBG right now, if you were player unknown, I guess where would you kind of head your bets? Well, the good thing I would say, and Ray, you can go in after this, but from the art perspective, you know, realism still plays a, a huge part. Mm-hmm. I think in PUBG, you know, do you like the cartoony art style or realism? Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think a lot of people still prefer realism, even with the same type of play style. Mm-hmm. So they still got that going on. Um. I, I don't know if PUBG 2 would be anything to help kind of sway people, but, uh, you know, they can just crank the realism up and just play that to their strength to, to help. Because, you know, Fortnite looks great, but it's it's goofy uh, in that type of gameplay. And first-person shooters, you know, mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's a category for more realism type of games uh personally right so i i think there's a lot of people that share that sentiment and i i think that's something that they should really just concentrate on at, at the same time they shouldn't try to compete they can't so they got to find things like that to help kind of stand apart really and give a player a real choice mm-hmm. because right now all i see is fortnite is just more stable so, everyone's playing it so the compete yeah so to compete with a small team you want them to go for the thing that costs more money and more people i know there's no chance i'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> the only appeal that i see <laughs> that they could go with is is the art style honestly yeah. for, for my fortnite's like smart move was to go with the art stuff that they go with the more simplified yeah, version it was right uh, yeah. So yeah, like I don't think I, I think really it's it's about it's about polish, man. It's about polish mm-hmm. and about features and about gameplay, right? And yeah. then yeah. and then yeah. iron out the issues. Like you can't have people just getting shot and killed in a one shot game because of the server lag. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it just yep. can't happen, right? I agree. So 
It's a. I would just take those millions and go home. Man. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, if I was blue hole, yeah, I would milk it out, right, and this like just come up with another type of game that that tackles what Ray is saying. Is like, how can I make a more optimal, mm-hmm. you know, low resources that plays to our strengths uh, for our next project, right? Because I think it's a wrap, man. I, the hard part I see side by them, side it's just it's like yeah. you know the scorn right there's that like all right we should have made way more money because half if not more of our market has been quote unquote stolen let's just that might be how they might feel so there's that need for revenge right like there's the yeah. we'll show you nobody wants to take that like billions of dollars stolen from you from your perspective right you're just gonna sit there and be like well i guess we'll try match three you know like (laughs) dude i've what i've learned in the past few years like with underdogs is that it's rarely a success story i mean that's what make underdog stories so compelling man (laughs) if you're betting on the guy who's trying really hard on succeeding something man you're you're losing uh from the get-go it's like it's never gonna work out right that's the better bet uh, just count. I find it, or, yeah. Uh, I find it, just move on. I find it hard the the call like a hundred a hundred billion dollar hundreds of million dollars of uh, revenue game uh, an underdog. Not so I, 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 find, I find that I find that real really hard to do. <laughs> exactly. We're 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 having two millionaires kind of argue. <laughs> <laughs> They're both winners in my eyes. Yeah. Just uh, it's just funny what happened the last two months. Yeah. We kind of guess what would happen, of course, right? And it's just unraveling, and it's just you know, it's just funny to see kind of like the guilty tweets. Unreal's the best. Uh, we come up with the same ideas around at the same time, you know. Two mega hits, you know. That's how we do things. What's up? So, <laughs> all right, let's move on to the next topic. As usual, guys. You know, leave your own opinions in the <laughs> in the comment section. The but comments. It's just something we revisit once in a while. It's just every month there seems to be something going on. So a childhood memory of mine has always been about Toys R Us, right? And yeah. Toys R Us, unfortunately, has been going downhill for quite a number of years. They're starting to sell off their stores and just closing down business. Um, it does suck. I mean... I feel like, yeah, you are able to get toys, especially with online resources Mm -hmm. like Amazon and stuff. It's getting easier and easier. People don't really tend to go to stores for this type of thing anymore uh, across all industries, not just toys. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's just one of those things that unfortunately uh, did not did not catch up with the times and uh, in a very PUBG kind of way. They're leaving um <laughs> behind a uh, uh, gr- great memories honestly yeah. so i don't know how you guys feel about it but yeah that's pretty sad toys r us was my first steam right like that's where i would buy my 20 <laughs> playstation games jet moto i still remember buying jet moto from toys r us how happy i was or my original playstation all my little trains that like i'm old you know there's no way around it there's people who are gonna not know or have any experience going to a toys r us with their little bit of money that they saved up buying their video games and knowing that it's shutting down. It's, it's just, it's a hard one for me to swallow. Cause it's, you know, you kind of just depend on it knowing that it's there. Now I haven't been to a Toys R Us in like 15 years. So don't let me, <laughs> don't let me bleed on the podcast. Like fault, I'm the man. biggest fan. I too use Amazon two day ship, <laughs> but I'm just sad that it's not going to be around anymore. 
Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I have yeah, I have a totally different kind of take because it's because like I guess growing up in Canada, I guess like Toys R Us wasn't really a big thing for me. Um, You know, and like I got all my games. I got all my games from. Uh, GameSpot, EB Games, you know, Babbage's. Like, if I went, came across the border, I would go to Babbage's or wherever to get my yeah. games and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, and, you know, and that's that, that was it. I didn't really have the only toys I had, the few toys I did have, you know, my, my mother bought for me somehow, mm-hmm. right? So, I don't have any of those memories of, like, going to Toys R Us and getting games from there or, or toys. Right, 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 right. So, them going, well, ro- them, them going away, I'm just like, yep. Like, like <laughs> about time. When, when I do walk into that place, it's super depressing. So yeah, like you know, heartless, yeah, heartless. Yeah. Well, let's roll it all into one, right? EV Games, GameStop. I mean, just retailing in general, where you used to get games, Best Buy. Yeah. Right? These are stores with the same stories in the last few years. Right? They're on the Amazon um, hit list. They're on the Amazon hit list. I mean, it's one of those classic things where. You know, if a Costco goes into town, most of the ma pa shop goes out. Right. As soon as Amazon, you know, improves their two day or free shipping, same day shipping, mm. you know, uh, for, for, for video you know, games, stores go, yeah, go out. For so. video games, Amazon for a while has had release day, release day shipping. Right. Mm. So on the release yeah. day, the game shows up at your door. It's, yeah. like, it's hard to beat that. Like, And then yeah. you, you have to go to some store and like, and, and, and like be in some long line and scrounge for the last three copies that they have because nobody pre-ordered the game and all sorts of and nonsense. Keep saying uh, no to the power-up rewards and keep yeah, saying no. Yeah. To the yeah. Like, that's, that's a waste of time, man. Just, just do Amazon, Amazon release day shipping done. You have it. Mm-hmm. And you know that there's there, a discount if you buy a brand new game off Amazon before. Yeah. 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 There's just too many deals, too many. right? I mean, is there, is there any, is there any value in the physical space that, that kind of celebrates games? You know, Toys R Us, many locations, EB games, GameStop, Best Buy. I mean, I do still like, like my best memories have been, being in those stores but not really buying anything it's just to mm-hmm. hang out see the demos like that's personally my favorite part mm-hmm. of it you know uh even when i go to target you know i love just strolling by the uh, game section just to look you know just get that feel you know even though if i own the game on display it's just there's something about it and maybe it is just one of those dinosaur nostalgia yeah. feeling but i i still i feel like there's a value in having a community physical space they just didn't update it, yeah. honestly. They didn't really play to a strength. Well, yeah, that's the well, thing. Like now, like now, when I go to those stores and I and I do go by the game section, like, oh, let's see what they have over here. It's always yeah, the same. Yeah. It's always the same stuff. It's just it's the yeah. same stuff that all the big companies pay money to get shelf space for, and right, it's right. all it's all the the big you know the big titles, right? It's not really where you go to find games. It's where you go find all the right. big popular games, right? Yeah. Right, and you know, like. It's it's you know it's it used back in the day yeah it used to be like it used to be all about the games you find Probably, everything yeah. all sorts of obscure stuff right but nowadays it's just whatever whatever sells well the most popular yeah. I, here's the one thing I can say to the podcast audience in support of GameStop and those type places right now so because we're towards the end of the life cycle of PS4 and Xbox One you can go to GameStop with like fifty bucks and just go ham in the little used 
man, I'm talking about you can leave with six, seven PS3, PS, or excuse me, PS4 games that, you know, are legit that you haven't played yet. Definitely worth it when you're yeah. paying $4.80 per game. <laughs> you know? Why are you condoning secondhand video game sales? Yeah, as, right. As <laughs> it doesn't go right? to developers. Right. <laughs> I, as I a gamer, you, yes. As I a game developer, it's one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> I've already missed out on these games, right? Like, if I were to buy them all brand new, I'm paying fourteen ninety nine. I just go honest. over the. Yeah, it's not my fault. They're on sale for. Yeah, I mean, but publishers are fine. Dude. But I mean, <laughs> uh, you know, I'd be. Yeah, I personally would give the money to the developer, even even the the publishers, right? I'll sure. say this: so right? as, soon, as soon as rather than rather than yeah. GameStop predatory nonsense, right? Right, right, right. That's true. That's true. I'm sorry. In a physical space, I would say this. Uh, yeah, Steam is usually probably the better route. It goes straight to the developers more. Mm. In a physical space, it's like, dude, it's just hanging out there anyway. It's probably going to be thrown away. You're kind of saving. You're supporting them in another way. You're creating a fan that, you know, had no chance of creating any fans uh, if it just sat there. So there you go. Bam, son. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's a sad thing, but like Larry said, like the great opportunity for this is to dig the corpses uh, yeah. and get some free, you know, sell, uh, out of cell, if you're, out of operation type of games. If you're a toy collector, right? This is like, yeah. you've hit the jackpot. It's time to get your three shopping carts and live out your super toy yeah. run fantasies and just yeah. sweep toys or sweep yeah. up collectibles. Man, that's, yeah. that's they not, need those, it, dude. Those shelves, Obviously. Those shelves are probably already bare at this point. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you stock up for the next five Christmases. They're still good. But all right. Uh, that kind of wraps up not just Toys R Us, but just retailing. Yeah. I'm pretty sure in the next few years, we're not going to have any of those retail stores anymore. They're completely going to be Amazon out. Right. I mean, they have plans to shoot rockets in space. So I don't know how that affects us, but maybe they'll start sh- delivering mails that way too. They just shoot it right to our footsteps. Yeah. <laughs> no more trucks. So, uh, all right. That, that pretty much wraps them up. Uh, the next topic. And this one, I, I don't know too much about, Larry. Maybe you can fill us in on this one. The Trump meeting up with oh, game developers at the Game Summit. Yeah, so... Talking about violence, maybe? Right. So, in in respect to the people that have lost their lives or been injured, I'm going to kind of just say that there was a terrible school shooting. And, mm-hmm. of course, politicians start lobbying for support and viewers and you know like oh this and that and it's not the guns per se it's the mental illness and it's oh it's dang near it's all these video games that these kids play call of duty you know battlefield all these violent ultra violent games we've been telling you for 20 years that this is why you're having school shootings this this is this is like the i hate to just generalize but that's like the the common anti-video games versus support for guns politician standpoint right so, you know, you have people who are who don't want to say that, like, they don't want to address the fact that guns going into schools, people going into schools with those guns, shooting people has anything to do with other than the direct issue. And they look to scapegoat because then the scapegoat looks like you're actually doing something. Oh, let's have a meeting to talk about video games. And then people see that us as politicians are doing things to prevent this from happening so that we don't have to stop making sure that we get those NRA checks. And 
with that said, and I'm pretty sure a bunch of people are going to hate me for saying that, but I really don't care because people have lost their lives over this bullshit. And we are still over here talking about games as a scapegoat, right? Um, mm-hmm. It bothers me that the, the one-two the one punch is always the same. Tragic event, find a scapegoat issue, blame the scapegoat issue, no new laws, no new legislation, no real action. Cycle repeats, more people lose their lives. And then, it, and then video games get blamed again. Do you know how many times over the last 20 years the game industry has been, in America at least, the blame for ultraviolet crime? It, mass murder, ultraviolet crime, right? Yeah. School shootings specifically. And it's, it's almost as if video games are only sold in America. You know what I mean? Yeah. Guns and video <laughs> games are only sold in America, or I guess. Which is kind of true, right? Everyone else that has guns doesn't have them as freely, openly, and as available as we do in America. You know, I think we have the, the, the most lax gun control laws from any of the countries that I've been studying or reading about trying to put together some some news on this write up that I'm doing about this very issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's my personal, by the way, that's my personal. That's Larry Charles's personal opinion. So don't <laughs> don't love Ray or Brandon into this. I'm willing to take that bullet. Yeah, like, like, don't go, you know, like. They did the game summit. It was really, it was really as a kind of like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's kind of just like for show. Slide right? hand. It's yeah, just for yeah. show to say like, hey, sure. hey, we're going to talk about it, right? And then, um, and then you know, ESA and Strauss Zelnick and then the uh, ESRB people were there, yeah. Yeah. and they're like, look, there, we've done studies. There's been studies about this, published, published peer-reviewed studies about that the effects of game. Like the correlation between games and violent crime is not there, right? There's no evidence for that with all these studies that have happened, right? Right. right. People, how many, how many people studies keep... have our? Yeah? How many studies do you think our president has read? Well, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go out here and bash <laughs> the all president at all. Oh, right? <laughs> right? I'm, not, I'm not gonna do that right now. <laughs> but like, but no, but there's, you know, yeah, there's there's studies that about this, and they, and they mentioned that in in that in that meeting, right? But then, um, yeah. but also in that meeting, they showed like some some uh some violent video game footage, right? They're like, look, isn't that violent? Isn't that violent, right? And it's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's there's some violent video games out there, right? Um, Same with any violent media, exactly. yeah. yeah, movies, books, yeah, anything. Yeah, exactly. It's just the latest entertainment that's been out yeah. since rock and roll, right? So it's just any time that there's a new thing, you know, there's an age group that still kind of doesn't yeah. understand it. Uh, I have that, to say though, yeah, yeah. VR is getting pretty realistic <laughs> at some point. But, I've seen some Black Mirror episodes. Uh. Yeah, but that same that same art, right? Like, and so then, just was it yesterday or today on Twitter or something? People that sh- were sharing a video of like all the beautiful stuff that's mm-hmm. in video games, right? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and somebody made a good point, and they're basically like, "This video is also stupid, right? Mm-hmm. Because this video is stupid because now we are actually giving uh, given weight." to the initial video and an initial thought that violence video games cause violence and so then we had to come up with something to be like no no see look over here this is not violent at all look at this right instead of just saying that yeah instead of just saying that no that idea is stupid right and it's already been uh, disproven right so uh got baited yeah yeah, we got baited it's it always happens right always happens like um like you know if you if there's some really stupid idea out there 
somebody has to rebut and come with like facts and figures and everything to say like that stupid idea is not true right mm-hmm. other than just looking at that stupid idea and calling it for what it is yeah yeah, yeah. so for our listeners out there who i refuse to get political i'm not going to take a stance <laughs> for or against donald trump uh our current president what i y'all, will say y'all is, y'all current president y'all current no, no, president. our current president what, what i will say is i'm gonna call bullshit where i see bullshit and that has nothing to do with my political stance. I think the video game summit is a complete and epitome example of do nothing politics, right? Like, Oh, we had this major issue that is clearly shaking the bedrock of our society right now. We have the walkout, like all the schools have thousands of students walking out in protest of what's going on, demanding reform and change from the government. And the best that we've been able to do thus far is sit down with some game industry heavyweights, quote unquote, and pat each other on the back, eat some sandwiches, drink some coffee, and be like, yeah, we talked about it. Don't worry, kids. Come on, man. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing happened. Nothing's going to happen. Yeah. I agree. And it's been like that. It's going to be like that anytime there's something major and they always trace it back to video games. I mean, that's our age group, right? So the the only leg up uh, that they have is I can see somebody saying that because there's agency and there's interaction, feedback, and then response, that kind of mm-hmm. takes the experience up a level, right? Where it's like, like if you're watching control over what's happening, right? You experience kind of give you the freedom and the option or the the agency or the ability to actually choose if you want to kill or not kill someone or to right you know what i mean like ex- the explicit ways in which you do harm to people inside of the video game there's fear that that kind of thing is enabling for people who are already unstable or who might be thinking of doing these sorts of things the main argument that i'm willing to like kind of like think about with respect is that yeah that combination can be bad and so that's something that i'm personally evaluating in this piece uh, is like, okay, well, let me think about that versus like, oh, no, nope, it's just mm-hmm. video games because that's a blanket statement. I've been playing violent video games my whole life. And the only mm-hmm. thing that I've ever killed is people in the video games, right? That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh, maybe, man, I've, I talk shit. Yeah, I, I will. You got some good stats. I mean, I'm, I'm bringing people down online and then I go outside and I say hello to my neighbors. How's everything going? How are your kids? Right? Like, I live right, a right, normal right. life. And I still enjoy my video games, ultra violent or match three. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you talk about like uh, any sports fighters, especially, right? I mean, they take their aggression out in the gym. You don't see them. They are like probably the chillest people yeah. because they have outlets, man. Yep. So video games is one of those things. It's just like, yeah, people can argue with like a simulator, but mm-hmm. there's so many gamers out there. And you're looking at a small percentage that, again, is not representative of our industry, right? It's just mental illness and, you know, personal situations that can lead up to something. But at that point, any type of medium can affect that person in a way that, you know. We do more to regulate scissors and pocket knives in school than we do freaking semi-automatic weapons. Right. Just, 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 just sit on that one for a minute. <laughs> I don't know enough about that to comment, but all I need to say is that, hey, I've been shooting people in games for years, haven't shot anyone yet, so 
on a personal level, I don't have a need. Yeah. Uh, and I do th- hope that people who are struggling, you know, get the help they need. Yeah. And stop blaming video games, man, because it's such an old argument. It's like, guys, years and years and years of studies about this. It's like, you can't just dig it out of the trash and come up with it. And we'll just dig it out of our old trash and just show you. <laughs> 20 years it's of bait like, and switch. Like, <laughs> I know, man. It's the same thing over and over. It's like, get over it. Uh, look but, at other issues that's causing, you know, major problems right now. To all the families, uh, and this is me going on a personal limb again, to all the families that were, I mean, obviously, I guess, firsthand experiencing the result of this incredible violence, right? Who have lost friends, who have uh, lost sons, daughters, who have injured sons, daughters, or just people that are no longer with them in their lives. My heart goes out to you deeply. And I am very sorry for the way that it seems like the United States government wishes to currently handle gun violence in America. I will, I will make that statement. I'm very sad and deeply sorry. I mean, yeah, like if you really want to break it down, they ain't doing nothing different than they've been for the last 20 years, right? So, yeah. This real talk. That's, then that's 20, <laughs> 20 years of heartbreak. Yeah. Um, yeah. That still pay taxes, that still, you know, Faith in. Yep. Well, moving on. (laughs) We all agree in some sort of way. The next thing we want to talk about is the Oculus. And Larry, can you kind of walk us through what happened? Uh, It seems like there was, you know, some uh, some some code, some rogue code that I guess went unchecked with. uh, I don't know if it was a security feature or security flaw or or maybe Ray, you can explain this to us. Like, I guess one of your friends didn't didn't do their job and (laughs) it's the whole y2k thing all over again no like yeah i know i didn't know know my hardware could stop like i know very little about like i know very little other than that it was like yeah it was some sort of um some sort you know some security certificate has a date Mm -hmm. of expiry and this and the secure their certificate expired and basically rejected connections to some server i guess that would Man. that would uh, boot up the devices and uh, and then therefore it was bricked um i find it i find it fun i i just find it funny that that's something like that could happen one and then the, yeah. two, yeah. two I, I don't understand how to use your oculus you have the phone home at all right but, yeah but whatever like yeah. your oculus have to be yeah. connected to the internet yeah. for it to work yeah. that's, that's it revealing really right like that's that's very revealing all over again it's like Movie Pass admitting that they like <laughs> track you. Well, I mean, I mean, Movie Pass was so obvious. Give me a second. What? <laughs> yeah, Movie Pass is obvious, but like, what wasn't expected is how openly, you know, they were at those I'd white shut parties and just gloating about how they track everybody and everywhere and what they do. It's like, oh man, these guys have no control. But uh, that, yeah, out of everything about that, that the surprising part is I bought something. That I had no idea had to connect to the internet for it to work. And so that was happening to everyone, it seems like. Uh, so that kind of just bums me out a bit because is it like a, a thing for the future uh, where anything that we buy has to be connected to the internet somehow? Yeah. Otherwise, you can have security measures like that just brick on us. Yeah. I think that's kind of whack. Yeah, it is really whack. I think that's. Do you feel like it? It kind of hurt 
their bottom line a bit? Uh, their trust with the customers? Do people have any I think, backlash? I think they've already recovered. I think, if anything, a lot more people know about Oculus, even if they laughed, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it kind of put Oculus in the news again. All the people who already had Oculus bought the Oculus, right? They already have it. So right. we were ready for the update and we updated and, and everything's, you know, business as usual. Anyone who was on the fence, right. oh, it'll get fixed. Well, maybe I won't buy it today. They probably still at right. least want to rock with the Oculus. It's the, the cheapest high quality uh, VR headset currently. So I don't, I don't think yeah. it was too, too bad. They're, they're not losing too much sleep over it. Now, maybe that day. Oh, that know, day they're freaking yeah, out. Yeah, that day they're freaking that day, out. Yeah, yeah they, they, they were like, what? is going on right but um but like, yeah like the ball the ball's just dropped like like yeah. just, you know that's just terrible zuckerberg <laughs> lost his sleep he was like just release an update to the api we're good it's true well i mean talking about machines right gdc is coming up is there going to be any type of announcements for new hardware is it just all about vr is it more about the vive you know what, what do you guys feel in terms of PS5, Xbox, anything coming up? I would say this. I think it would be silly for Sony to make any sort of concrete mention of PS5. They still have a couple of heavy hitters coming out that haven't even hit store shelves yet, i.e. God of War 4 is a big one. Um, I'm pretty sure, though, by next E3 GDC, you will see, like, okay, here's what we're planning. Uh, I heard that some third-party, some big third-party studios already have early spec ps5 hardware to just like see what they're going to be able to produce right to do some external kind of early demonstrational stuff for sony um other than that i think it would be way too early and way too foolish for sony to be talking about ps5 right now they haven't even like sold through a significant enough amount of ps4 pros you know what i mean like you immediately shoot Mm -hmm. that in the face you start talking ps5 right now forget it Yeah. And also, like, yeah, GDC is more about the developers, really. Yeah. Right. So, they, they, you know, there's usually not new hardware console news at GDC, right? Right, right, right. So It's all about software and tools yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's enough for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about uh, Crytek, right? Like, uh, like PUBG, the, this this pops up once in a while in our roundtable news. Last we checked, you know, they were going through trouble uh, financially. Uh, it seems like every two years, you know, pay, not paying employers, employees, uh, getting bought by Amazon while licensing with... Well, what? So this is what I'm still confused on, right? <laughs> Lumberyard is based on uh, Crytek. Crytek, and they just branched off basically. Mm-hmm. But they still own uh, CryEngine over yeah. there, and obviously yeah. still developing and supporting. So, is that a completely different, separate thing? Well, there's no integration between the two. There's no integration between the two now. No. But like you know, but, but but Lumberyard has beginnings. As it's Crytek, it's CryEngine, right? And they've added stuff and they've yeah. modified it since, right? And they they basically they, they basically just paid for the right to modify and mm-hmm. productize um, the engine, right? Yeah. That's what they paid Crytek for, right? The like license to do that. Um, right. So now they they could do whatever whatever they want, and that's what and that's what they're doing. Right. And when that popped in the news, we thought, oh, okay, great. Crytek 
is saved, right? Mm-hmm. They are straight now. They don't have to. Uh, they can start paying the employees. <laughs> mm. It's it, it, stuff like that. Their employees start paying. That's back. a tough one to swallow. But but it seems like every two years there's just something going on where it's not like all smiles and and celebration, right? Mm. Uh, am I saying this right, Savat? Yearly, yearly, the CEO for a long time. He's usually the the front man. When it comes to announcements, any news, new games from Crytek, uh, he's the guy that talks. Basically, he's stepping down and his two brothers are going to share the role. So I don't know how that works. Uh, <laughs> basically, dinner, they just hang out and just kind of just still plan for the company and stuff. Uh, but the news says that they are going to have a thriving business, right? They have new investors on board. Uh, they're going to make things right. Uh, if not already, uh, they're not just surviving, you know, they're thriving. So how much of this is BS or truth? Okay. <laughs> like, how do you guys feel? Here's how I feel. I mean, Crytek is an amazing company, obviously. Even if all of it is Trouble. true, they're still fighting an extremely uphill battle, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're too far into the battle between unity and unreal for developer market share that it's hard for me to see Crytek, and this is no offense to anybody working on Crytek, it's hard for me to see them kind of out of nowhere starting to lap the competition that's been like beating them hand over fist for how many years now? Six, seven years? How long was Unreal 4 and Unreal 3 out compared to Crytek? Well, let's just say even a decade, because they've been selling Crytek since Crisis 1, Crisis 2. Okay, yeah. So super long right. time. It's been a while since CryEngine made headlines yeah. uh, with third-party developers or anything. What was the last big game that was made in CryEngine? Star Citizen. Uh, <laughs> you don't want to be tagged with that. Uh, that's never coming out. Was Rise, Son of Room uh, first party? I thought that was third party because I know that one was Crytek. Also, uh, Armored Warfare, shout out to Obsidian that used to work on that Armored game. Warfare, unfortunately, it was also Crytek. Mm. But there's no big hits. There's very few. Uh, at least this generation yeah. that I, I can't put a finger on any PS4 games or any latest PC games that are using Crytek. It's too late. I mean, CryEngine. It's too late. It feels like unless they got something up their sleeve, unless they're showing something incredible for not this iteration, but the next iteration of engine updates, mm. I can see that. Maybe they're just like PS5 they, ready. So they're going to have to go the EA Frostbite model, in my opinion. Mm. Well, that's oh, what the that? trying to do. Sorry, I had a, a hold up. <laughs> so, for example, we own studios and we force those studios to use this technology. We will update and support those studios with this technology. And that's how Crytek will be successful because no one's going to be licensed in Crytek. Which, stu- which studios? <laughs> no one's going to be licensed. Studios. No like, one's going to be licensed in Crytek. And I mean, like, yeah, they're on the verge of like, you know, they're struggling for money to get in outside investing to, to keep the doors open. Right. Like, I think, That's yeah, true. this was hard. Feel, like, yeah, those aren't great. I feel stuff. terrible for them. But I think if I were the CEO, I would be like, all right, guys, look, we know our stuff the best. Let's start with one studio and make one awesome ass game. There could be an opportunity to bring crisis back and do something cool with crisis, but cool. And let's say financially responsible right like make a decent crisis game mm-hmm. one or two maybe mechanic switches and really try to do well yeah. with that it would have to be all internal studios there's not enough people that yeah. i was just saying i imagine ea probably owns the phones 
uh, Crisis Ray. Oh shit! Well, all right, sorry. Crisis Ray, probably. Sorry, Crisis they, they probably own IP. By yeah. yeah, that's true. That's probably why they're not making another. Crisis. That's the that's the only thing I can think of personally. Is I just don't see it. There's so many people who know Unreal and Unity, right? Like if you needed to start a company and hire developers, 99% of them are going to list Unreal and Unity as experience. Yeah, let's just be honest, man. If we look at our close resources who use Lumberyard and Cry Engine, it's it's not good. Most people don't, they're not very happy with it, man. It's like a very troubling type of engine to use. Yeah, like I don't know. Maybe the art tools are cool. Yeah, I don't know the details of like how they actually use it, like the details, details, but like I do know that it produces really nice looking. Exactly. Visuals, it right? produces. But the tools, yeah. I've heard a lot of complaints uh, for iteration and all that stuff. So. Right, right. I, I used it personally, and it, was, it wasn't, like, terrible. But every time I did something, immediately I was thinking of how Unreal or Unity would do it better <laughs> as exactly. far as implementation went and my personal workflow. As a developer, yeah. I, I feel like the art capacity is just at most two like one or the other yeah. and uh if you you know i know amazon with their lumber yard maybe 20 years down the line because they have that Man. longevity to just stick around you know you know just riding that whole foods money uh to make it work <laughs> Uh, I'm telling you, man. The only way they can make it work is just use Cry uh, Lumberyard at Whole Foods with those pricing <laughs> pricing monitors or something. They got to integrate it somehow, oh right? That's that's their saving grace. It's like, hey, use Crystech or Cry uh, Lumberyard. Yeah, if I was Amazon, I would start a casino. <laughs> if I was Amazon, I would start a casino games division that used Lumberyard, and that would help me pay off the tremendous mistake. Of licensing Crytek to be the start oh, of their engine wow, for Lumberyard. Wow! I, I said Honestly, it. I said it. I know it's career suicide. Wow. I'm sorry, but I said it. No, but that's actually what I would do. I would actually I would do casino games or airplane games or. I mean, like come that. on. I would. But, okay, come I would, up with some. I would come over grocery. The no, engine, to, yeah. like the reason why, like the, their engine really is, they're trying to use it as a vessel to funnel people to AWS. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, well, and, and right, and so like to so like lose some money, lose some money on on building it up or whatever. Right, it's like I think they're really playing the long game with it. Right. Um, oh yeah, Amazon's Twitch, all about the long game. Twitch, AWS, all that stuff. Like like they're playing the long right. game. So maybe maybe it works long, out. How long does someone have to like wave their hands like seductively in front of a turd before you decide to buy it? <laughs> 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 like you, uh, the long game still doesn't count. Yeah, man. All they need, yeah. all they need is like one really good game and be like, look, look, we're running a lumberyard, and that's and that's and that's what that's what the great Star Citizen is supposed to be, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's supposed to be the 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 lumberyard showpiece, yeah. and and of course, Crytek is suing those guys over over the, this whole thing, and mm-hmm. and there's all sorts of nonsense going on with that. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, like that's you know. That's the game, right? Like if Star if Star Citizen comes out and it's like, yo, look at us, we're in the cloud with this crazy multi it's never coming out. I don't even know why I'm saying all this, right? But uh, <laughs> right, but uh, so hypothetically, well, hypothetically, if it came out, I was like, look, look at how we're leveraging AWS and Twitch integration, all this kind of stuff. Look, look, mm-hmm. look at what we're able to do. Then, uh, sure, we'll stand up and notice. But okay, so here's my question then: If it's all about AWS, if AWS is actually the thing that's valuable. 
then why not cut the lumber yard and then like <laughs> try to integrate something else that people actually like lots of people actually use instead of their first party studios right i think they just want to own everything they want to own That's the a- uh first process and the last process yeah. and they have the, the full longevity to yeah to stick with it and and, and just play the long game yeah. uh my opinion man they should they should have discovered the pre pubg model which is uh when started citizen was you know picking up they should have stole that idea <laughs> and made their own with their engine <laughs> made it better and just like it's one of those like hey before 100 developers on that team you know we can Mm. beat that they should have done something like that like they should have just really glorified a a game that was um using their engine and just really you know took it all the way home with their whole backlog of experienced developers ready to go i'm telling you guys man lumberyard powered games coming to a casino near you (laughs) dude it Soon. I'm telling you, man, it's gonna come to a Whole Foods near you, dude. As soon as they come up with a grocery app or some type of interaction in one of their stores or shipping and receiving, you know, that requires the 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 uh, customer to do something with it, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tesla, you know, all these like enterprise companies and stuff are using Unreal for something. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like Lumberyard. If anything, they want to make. Uh, Amazon want to make and, and use their resources. It'll be more like that. Like I can't imagine them coming out with a Fortnite or a Gears of War. You know, it's just they're not in that business long enough to invest in designers and, and well, patient. But yes, you guys do know that's exactly what they did, right? Though, right? You know, they they hired up whole game teams to make games, yep. right? Yep. You know this, right? Okay, Ray, Ray. I know Ray. this. But you, name, you can't name, throw name the, the three best games. ingredients name just the three in games, a bowl. Ray. Yeah, exactly. Hey, all I know is this. All I know is this. I know a lot no, no, of just name it. Just I know, name. No, 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 I'm going to tell you straight up. I'm going to tell you straight up. I know a lot of people that went, and I know yeah. a lot of yeah. people that have since moved on. <laughs> right? But but still. Exactly. Yeah. They did hire cash cow, man. They They throw a lot of cash. You go there and hang out, right? You go, you know, order some packages, perks, and eat some whole food bananas. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Look, it's not it's not a place that would understand the gaming development culture, and it's just not something you can just buy copy and paste and just think that you know everything's going to be cool right it's a mixed bowl man especially triple a developers uh you have to have a a a whole team and not just the leads a whole team that is working well together to make a successful product it's just it's the amazon uh way of thinking if that's the way they think just get the best people and then they come up with best game it's it's a complete gamble dude so, uh, yeah, it's not a bulletproof plan. And as we can tell, I don't know any fire stick games that yeah. stick out, right? It's like, <laughs> there's nothing that I am like, I have not yet played or seen. Like, it, it feels like they are still canceling yeah. before releasing. I know one. To test out games on my fire stick, I downloaded Crossy Road just because I wanted to see how oh, it wow. And I think Crossy Road was originally made in what engine? It's 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 still an always made in Unity. Yeah, <laughs> it annoys you that it was made in Unity. <laughs> they have a lot of money, man. That was the, that was the only one. He knows everywhere. Just real quick, want to see what it was capable of? 
Yeah. <laughs> but that that's not using Lumberyard. There's no Lumberyard games. Well, I th- right? there could be a possibility that Crossing Road was ported for the Fire Sticks in Lumberyard because I don't imagine that would have been a like extreme undertaking to do that. It doesn't count. No, no, I, I think that's still you've already got you to do that. Still you, um, yeah. right, well, I tried to help. I'm pretty sure. Uh, <laughs> all I can say is this: yeah. no disrespect to our brothers and sisters who worked at Amazon Studios or work at Amazon Studios on the games that they're working on there, right? Like I have the utmost respect and talent and appreciation for any game developer at any company that's working on games, right? Like let's of course this has nothing to do with you. <laughs> yeah, I, this, this is all towards the one percent. I right? personally <laughs> believe I believe it was a misstep to license Crytek as the engine to start Lumberyard off of. I, I personally would have made a different. different let's be honest. Like what would have been the third one that isn't owned by yeah. any publisher? There's really no but one else. Right? My question like, is why did they feel like they need to own? Well, in, here's, in, that is, well, here's the thing. Well, here's the thing, right? Like, like yeah, like you're going to go to unreal and license unreal. And then pay them right. whatever you said. It was you, about you don't want to do that. Yeah, you don't so want to do that, right? You don't want to do that. Though, yeah, right? you, you might want to. You want to own. You want to own your stack, right? You want to own the stack from. If if it's about AWS and bringing people yeah. into AWS, I'm gonna throw my bobber in the pond that has the most fish, yeah. not in the kiddie pool that I made myself. Right, and right, the right. And they started, myself. and we and we also know that they started actually writing their own engine. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, and then, and then and then they decided to go with the go license uh, CryEngine, right? Um, yeah, like that was the whole that was the whole thought process, right? It's like it's like right. oh, we're making our own engine. Oh wait, this is going to cost a lot of money, <laughs> right? And uh, and the safer bet would be to start with something that actually works and then add on to it, right? The, right. <laughs> All they if they could have asked any person in the game industry who wasn't already an Amazon employee when this question was asked. <laughs> It'd have been like, let's just make an API that works with Unity and Unreal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's exactly. I, I agree with both, right? With both of you guys. One is respecting the craft and uh, and uh, pouring the resources without having to learn the uh, a developing tool, right? And you know, just make a good game. Let's go through the whole server, make that successful, and then let's just think about. Uh, either buying or, or making our own, but you know, to be fair, you look at all their other stuff. You know, they've been using UPS, they've been using FedEx oh, yeah. for all the delivery. Yeah. But you know, news has been that they're coming up with their own delivery service to cut out the middleman, especially because you know the, the fluctuation of uh, leaving it to third party affects their bottom line. Right, yeah. you you have to have a variable price yeah. to uh, fill fill your your <laughs> your reports every year. So they finally are are. Are, are making their own but that that's a model that i think larry is kind of saying <clears throat> where they should have spent the years to make a good game mm-hmm. become a respectable developer and then finally maybe investing into their own stuff i think it's one of those pride things like hey we have a bunch of money that's a billion dollar industry it's worth it yeah. if we just make our own from the get-go and that's probably a mistake that they're kind but, of like and i can see if you're trying to make also if you're trying to make a platform you're trying to make an ecosystem yeah. and you want sure. to control that whole stack you want to control the tech that drives it, right? Like, right. It's not, you know, it's not it's not a decision I would have made. But uh, <laughs> the thing is, but, if know. I'm a drug dealer, do I want to control the crack pipe or the crack itself? Right. And that's 
you watch you watch enough wire to know it's the guys that control the drugs that make all the money. Sure, but <laughs> where, where I was going with that analogy, there's a progression. Like, yeah, I could give yeah. a shit if you know you're. Yeah, this is a terrible. <laughs> I'm going into it. Yeah. I don't care how you're snorting it. Let's compare games to drugs. It, yeah, right. As long as you're buying it from me. <laughs> if aws is the product is the thing that they're trying to build the support for and right now i'm just going to generalize and say the biggest portion of the industry even though it's a combined number when you combine these two engines compared to every other engine i would still say a considerably large if not mostly majority use unreal unity right yeah. So much so that it's like, it's stupid to think that I'm just going to create a big slice of this pie when it's like, no, you're fighting for pie, right? The pie is already split. It's already cut. Right, 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 right. So I, I, there's incredible value to kind of get the resources already out there with Unreal developers and on Unity and like, hey, AWS has been optimized to work well with you guys. Mm-hmm. And then maybe creating a third slice with yeah. us just like, hey, if you want to use the whole. No, I get you, Larry. I understand. You know, Ray looks confused, but I get you. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, why wouldn't I own everything? The man who has everything. Well, I mean, like, it's like no, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's a common, it's a common tactic, right? Like, it's, it's something Apple yeah. does, right? Apple owns the whole entire stack, and like, and I can just yeah. own the whole entire stack. They also make the chips that go into mm-hmm. the phones, right? Because they're like, we want to control everything, right? Sure. So that we can right, produce right. an experience, right? Yeah. I don't know a single company though that has decided to like turnkey create a competitive, like in in such a big type of market with no previous experience <laughs> whatsoever, right? Like, well, I've they're. Never seen they're that. <laughs> They they are uh totally living through it right now. It's been what five years? Yeah, like there's. It feels like since they bought that and no games really have come out yeah. that I can play or remember or there's any buzz around it. Like Even the next two years, I have no idea what the yeah, Fire Stick games are coming out with. Why why is it always Fire Stick? You guys are just so cold. Stupid name. Stupid name. It has no no grounding. No nobody's picking that up. You know. To, to make to play game. it's like completely missing the mark in my opinion of what a game to gamer would like to, yeah. to use to buy right? and it's, even it's so passive even wikipedia man wikipedia has like six games and and all of them are to be tba on yeah. the release date yeah it's crazy yeah. what does that show you it, they <laughs> they definitely have the long game advantage. It is one of those things where maybe 15 years from now that I can see them being a top competitor, mm-hmm. you know, whole foods doing well. Um, <laughs> the, the, the delivering package is awesome, mm-hmm. right? Their drivers are just utilizing lumber yard like mm-hmm. crazy, right. To get around. <laughs> so they have so much resources to, to make it work. Yeah. That I don't doubt them. But right now, it's just silly. I think that that was the issue that made this like a folly for them is because they have the resources, right? Like you can go into these decisions with incredible blind faith of like, yeah, this is just going to work. And if it doesn't work, we have the money, we have the time to course correct. And they know that it's going to be a money sink, a time sink. There's probably an investment period where they're like, hey, we're committing to this for X years regardless because the information will be worth the money. You know what I mean? And they might just say, okay, after finding out how much money we spent, how much time we spent, we should probably just integrate the stuff that people are using into our system. 
and there's no love lost for them because they could give a shit if they lose a billion dollars because they probably make a right. billion dollars in like two weekends. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah. right, right. And another thing too is like, you know, lumber uh, lumberyards source is completely freely available and yeah. there's, 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 there's value in that. Yeah. It's free to use. It's, it's good for the students to learn, right? Yeah, that's great. Like, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. The other two <laughs> engines are the same. You sound very, uh, yet- you sound very, uh, <laughs> It's the seer with yeah, that, but anyway, condescending. <laughs> you know, I haven't even typed lumberyard in any searches ever. <laughs> I don't know if that, if you type that lumberyard, plays a right? role. If you just go to a fresh computer and you type lumberyard without Amazon, you just type lumberyard. Nothing will come. When up. is the There's no no one? <laughs> just answer that question for me. That's such a bad like, on, name. On what page? The fifth page, seventh page. Which one? I know. I know, right? Just be, just be real. I, users, just test this. And if I'm wrong, laugh at me in the comments. But go to a computer. Don't type Amazon Lumberyard. Just type Lumberyard. Right? Just, just see what I'm going to do it right now. Just for fun. Unreal probably pops up. Uh, Unity <laughs> pops up before that. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I get, like I get advertisements for Lumberyards. Okay. All right. So I'll, I'll backpedal. I'll, I'll eat my words. So Lumberyard has an ad. And then Amazon Lumberyard Those shows up. Count. So it's the, for Those me count. personally, it's the fifth one. And then everything underneath it is actual Lumberyards. Yeah. I'll leave my words on that one. It's still the fifth one. Yeah. Yeah. This fifth one is pretty bad. Yeah. Honestly. For me. Uh, like, all right. So let's talk about, let's quickly go over, right? We, we can end this episode with this where, you know, we mentioned schools and it's a, being a free resource. It's great to learn, right? It's still third choice. No schools are uploading Lumberyard to play around and learn game development. It's like, oh man, I was, it'd be great to pour all my resources. I, I've only, I'm only going to be here for two years, right? So let me learn this so that I can take this, you know, knowledge yeah. and, and uh, you know, someday I can work on a Fire Stick console <laughs> and make... <laughs> just no reason there's no incentive from a student level or in and on a professional level there's just no studios really using it so you know it's different with the other two engines like i know i'm going to use one or the other at some point yeah so the investment or incentive is there to actually sit down and lumberyard there's just none and they haven't created that i don't know with their marketing if they even are thinking about that as a special resource to do so so, I mean, that's hurting their business, too, I think. Yeah, it's, honestly, look, I just think it's a misstep. And hopefully they can take this on the chin. I know they have the pockets for it. Uh, They're fine. Yeah, if you could get Unreal and Unity support ASAP, don't worry about ownership yet. Just get people addicted to your AWS. Then you can start talking yeah. about ownership. Win me with the yeah. cocaine. <laughs> not the, not the, or that stupid drug reference. I don't even use coke or crack, by the way. I'm just trying to. <laughs> Very convincing. I just, <laughs> you seem to know quite a lot about the business. I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. I don't have personal experience. But I would assume someone who is addicted to drugs would do anything that they could to get the drug, is all that I was trying to illustrate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, therefore, yeah. you have the customer at that point. That's when you can start talking about, like, okay. Now we're going to start shifting over into our own offering, but you can still use Unreal Unity. And, oh, you want these new features for AWS? Well, we're rolling them out in our personal thing first, and then we'll get to Unity Unreal support when we can. 
then it's like, all right, maybe people might start sliding over. Even then, it's a stretch for me. I'm just, yeah. Anyway, if it's about AWS, they shouldn't have just bought Lumberyard. That's just it for me. So I'll at least come up with a better name. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you type it without the space, you get better SEO. But then again, that's you having to know. Yeah. Isn't it with it's no space? Amazon Lumberyard. But yeah. if you search Lumberyard, you will get I think, fourth place. But the way the way they spell it's without a space. Yeah. Yeah, it's without a space. Lumberyard. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Oh my God. It's an hour. horrific. Anyway. Like I, I think the name makes makes sense. Like if you like really think about it for a bit, but yeah. I don't want to think about anything. It's all good. It's just so much easier. I can start typing lumber, and then it just somehow comes. If you want to unity, you want to build real. You want to build a. You want to build a house, and you need some wood. You go to the lumberyard. That's literally a a gif, a a gif right there. It's it's just someone typing lumberyard like halfway through, and just delete, 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 real (laughs) or unity. It's like f this noise. That's where you go when you want to build stuff, right? You go to the lumber yard. And that's yeah. there you go. Sure. You go for the supplies for the means oh to, to build things. Stop. I think they would have been better if they just name it like Home Depot. It's like, yeah. all right, cool. What? Get it? <laughs> Should just call it Age Amazon Game Engine. I mean, are we really out here just yeah. dissing game engine names where there's things called like Unreal and like, come on, man. Dude, Unreal is legit. That's yeah, like <laughs> Unreal is legit. That mean that unreal name, because it's epic. That name makes no sense. You guys know that, but anyway, whatever. It makes all the sense it needs to make because it has great <laughs> SEO, and I've been saying it for like twenty years. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no one's gonna be saying lumberyard twenty years from now. Anyways, unless they're talking about that real lumberyard. Yeah, that's our cue. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah, the advertisers are pushing us out of the building, guys, and I'm losing my job over my governmental comments. So, Brandon Ray, it's been real podcasting with you guys while I was employed. Uh, I loved every minute of Game Dev Unchained, but I guess it's time for me to sign out. Larry Charles will say goodnight. Thank you, guys. See you guys next week. Peace. Thanks for having me, guys. If you enjoyed this podcast and you want to stay in touch or continue to follow our developments, then you need to go to facebook.com forward slash game dev unchained and drop a like and stay in touch. You can also get the direct feed for this podcast on soundcloud.com forward slash game dev unchained.